0: You're listening to the podcast for grain merchandisers by grain merchandisers. Join us in our good-humored attempt to serve as a voice of reason in an industry fraught with misconceptions and hat truths And now, from deep in America's heartland, this is The Elevator's Cut. Hello and welcome back nope. to another episode of The Elevator's Cut. I'm Roger Gaddis. And I'm Jason Wheeler. And today we want to delve into the world of grain conferences.
1: The best. It's that time of year.
0: It says so on the board, conference zzzin'. <laughs> That's right. S Z N. This is all the kids use these days. Acronymify everything. That's right. Soybeans, December, July. That's how we talk.
1: Okay. Roger just got back from a conference this last week, and so did I. Different conferences, diverging conferences. Uh, we both wished we could have gone to the other one.
0: Right. I as went, well. I went to a conference that uh, discussed things that matter, and Jason went to a conference that um, put Don't cauliflower on trial. Okay, so that's right. We We went to conferences. It's December, which is, I guess, the unofficial kickoff to... I said grain conferences, pretty much any conference in ag is going to take place between now and March, you know, because what else are we going to do? Right. And
1: usually you get to go to a a big city, say in a downtown area, and go have dinner on the company dime with a a bunch of people that you work with or only see maybe that one time a year.
0: Or people you'd like to work with. For sure. It's good times. For sure. But we got... What
1: what are the hallmarks of of, uh, of conferences, Roger? What's your favorite part about going? So, Roger went to the Country Elevator Council, which is the big NGFA meeting every year
0: for grain elevators. For grain
1: elevators, right? And it was in Indianapolis, which I've heard called Indian No Place. Uh, also in Indiana,
0: for those that don't know.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Um. This, so, how
0: how was it? I, how's Indianapolis? It was great. From what I could tell, the city, from inside the JW Marriott Hotel, it was a fantastic place. <laughs> no, it, it was good. It was good. There's a, there was, I don't know, 550-ish folks or so there. And this was the first time I'd ever been to this conference. Uh, officially, we snuck in when it was in Kansas City last, uh, me and you did, to go uh, tweet up with some folks that was, right. was there. Uh, White Wheat Tweet was there, and we got in and met him and some other folks, but... Uh, uh, this is the first time actually being a participant, I guess. I had a name tag that said exhibitor. I do not know if I really? was supposed to exhibit okay. things, but I showed up and um, I thought it was great. We met a lot of folks. And uh, shout out to all you uh, listeners of the podcast who were there. It was, I got to say, it was fantastic. People coming up saying they were fans of the show. Uh, no one said they hated it, which I took that as high compliments. Maybe they just were nice and kept it to themselves. And that's fine too. Yeah but it was really cool and uh, other folks interacted with on social media uh, in in addition to other folks from our team that were there from around the country and and some folks um uh, it it was good everybody was like-minded things for the most part so um it was great and my favorite part um like everybody's is the name tags you wear it around your neck it hangs down to your belly button it has tiny words on it. it makes it very awkward to go meet people greatest thing ever.
1: Now, see, I, I elect to when possible, although I do, you know, put the, the lanyard on with whatever random company's name is on the lanyard. Right. But, um, I'll put when I can, I clip it. So if I'm wearing a nice jacket or something, so I clip it a little up, a little higher so people, uh, people can see it, uh, not look, look down, down below. Was it on your jacket or your blazer? I don't know. I you weren't there to tell me if I was wearing a sport coat or a blazer, so I just wore one. Uh yeah. One of thing. <laughs> yes. But anyways, no, my favorite part is uh you got to love the trade show. And there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to handle the trade show and and none of them I have found I'm good at. But <laughs> walking. No, I I'm talking and not being like a person with a booth necessarily, but just you go and you, you have to. So they they design this conference like the Rice Conference I went to in Little Rock, which has some things happening, unlike Indy.
0: Apologies.
1: I'm sure. So, anyways, so we are <clears throat> the the Rice Conference is is built more around the exhibitors because from a revenue standpoint, only like thirty percent of the revenue they take in is from the registration of people who go. They are raising money through sponsorships and mainly through booths so they try to um, to do a lot of stuff and, and every conference does this where they have like the receptions and in the trade show area so you have to mill about the uh, the booths and uh, anyways it's it's always I'm I'm a I'm a, a, a low eye if you, we took these disc assessments and anyways it's basically I'm not outgoing right and so Roger is outgoing I am not you know, we're, we're uh, the odd couple over here and
0: Counter, <laughs> countervailing
1: eyes. So, so, uh, so anyways, I, I, I am always nervous having to walk through all these, all these things, but how do you handle it, Roger?
0: I talk to everyone I meet. It's fantastic. You know, you mentioned, you know, it's kind of funny. You have to get through the booths to get to the booze and you know, cause the booze <laughs> is always in the middle and yeah. you gotta, you know, it's like a, if you look at the map of the layout, it's like, okay, let's plan my be strategic and try to get to where I need to be, you know, with the least, uh, you know, uh, roadblocks as possible. Um, I just go up and down the aisles. I love it. Smiling, taking up free pencils and pens and bottle openers and whatever. And um, just generally making
1: friends. There you go. Now, you you had a booth at this one that you could, as you said, you had exhibitor on your name tag.
0: Yeah, know I, if I had the booth, I was at a booth. It yeah. helped with a booth. It was not my booth. So the booth booth was good. It was the white commercial booth, and we kind of had an add-on sub-booth, if you will, for the Elevators Cut, uh, okay. the podcast. And out of the booth, we were handing out our swag. You know, we had the wind basis, Elevators Cut koozies, and the window clings, which people thought were stickers, and we didn't really hand out a bunch because it is this thing here. You know, maybe we had to rethink our swag.
1: I think it's a really cool... uh thing, but you have to know that it's not a sticker because like my wife slapped one on the back of our uh, window of our car and we went through a car wash and now we don't have it
0: anymore. Good thing we have 8,000 more in here. (laughs) So it it was great. We did that. And you know, the drawing, which, you know, is how booths work at these things. You go to a booth, you put your business card in the box so that you win the prize in the booth.
1: Not every booth has a has a has a drawing going on. but well, the
0: booth game isn't good. I mean, it's, it's what it is. <laughs> but no, we had a bunch of people come by, and, and so, you know, you just talk, and it's kind of like p- posting your flag in there, and people can see you and come and talk and chat, and everyone's following the same protocol in there. Um, it's interesting, though, the folks that make these rounds and work this circuit, if you will, every year, they're like, Old war buddies, you know, you hear them talking in, at the reception. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, what do you think about turnout this year? Oh, I don't know, but, you know, so-and-so didn't make it this year. Yeah, I heard he had gout real bad. You know, and all these things. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a real tight-knit community, if you will.
1: Now, Now, are you talking about the attendees or the people running the booths? Yes. Now, the people running the booths are, you know, their own... Their own sort of, you know, vets and everything. Those are, those are interesting, interesting characters. But so going back to, you were talking about the swag you, you handed out, right? What what attracts you to a booth swag wise, free things that give away? M- most of them, it's like pens and uh, mints and candies and stuff. What, what's it with the people uh, that put the little uh, basket of like Jolly Ranchers mixed with, were there's originals off brand. So like what's that all about?
0: God, is that what they had at the rice conference? <laughs> I'd, I'd assume now, they gave it the, out bags of cauliflower or something. So,
1: uh, no, like I said, I I tried to stay away, but but I did um, I go to the Illinois Grain and Feed conference every year, and that's always a good one. Like all the people in the grain business show up to it. And which I think really in, in the Illinois grain business they do. <laughs> and I think that's really what makes it conference in the in the end is does it get attended by by the people you want to you want to be around so I mean they put a lot of effort into making it nice and and having a good speaker lineup and all that stuff, all that's so well and good but if it's a t- well attended by the people in your business you're gonna go no matter what right
0: it's like uh are you saying it's like a, a farmer meeting when you say there's gonna be food there yes all right gotcha but we can all understand that verbiage now so I contend that Food, like you said, those Originals and Old Butterscotches, given out at a trade booth, it's not constitute swag. Liquid? D- yeah. yeah, solid, no. If it's booze, Wait, yes. If it's hard candy from Grandpa's Sunday Pants pocket, then no, it's not. <laughs>
1: Perishables, if you will.
0: Well, no, I'd, I'd go, just, it's not swag, okay? it It, it might be a gratuitous, here's the thing. But it's not swag. Now, people will argue. I know I already see them calling in and talking to Randy. I'm going to say, look, we have those M&Ms with our logo oh, on it. Those are that. swag. No, you don't eat swag. Look at those phone lines light up. Randy, get a hold of that over there. <laughs> it's like a PBS fundraiser in the fall over around here.
1: <laughs> yeah, well... <clears throat> the, the, but you see all these weird things that you never even you never you never knew existed like business card holders it'll hold four business cards oh and it's got uh this bank's logo on it like yeah i'm, I'm gonna need that one day what's happening what well, how who how do you get in the business of selling those things to people have you it's seen it's the crazy. catalogs
0: that sell swag though it's, it's unreal it's mind-blowing <clears throat> well let's go the most obscure thing we can hand out with our logo on it But people don't go obscure. They go to the same old, now you'll change up the koozie game with magnets, which I don't understand, or built-in bottle openers, which I sort of understand. Um, But some of these other stuff. Pencil racers. Coasters. (laughs) Who uses coasters anymore? Jason's using one (laughs) right now, actually. Come on now. (laughs) You know, out of
1: this room. Look, listen. If you don't have respect for wood, you shouldn't flaunt it about. I respect wood. You do not. I mean, that's just all there is to that. Says
0: the man with a tile coaster. <laughs> it's delicious coffee. <laughs> no, so there, there's a lot of stuff, but you know, that's not the point. The point is not to have something that's cool necessarily, it's that it's like the re gifting thing, it's like playing Dirty Santa at Christmas time. You're going to get some stuff that's got a logo on it. And the people at the booth know that you aren't going to use it, but they know you're going to take it back and you're going to give it to someone else and be like, hey, here's a thing. And that's how they're going to get their advertising done. Because it's just go. going, it's like a fruitcake of businesses. It's just going to get passed around everywhere. Yeah, that's good marketing. Can
1: you believe somebody makes a thing like this? And there you go. And now now it's out there.
0: So Jason what uh what kind of things happened at the at the Rice conference? Uh, I hear you had a mascot? Oh yeah. Uh the
1: Ricky Rice the Rice mascot was was there and milling a boot as ah, the Canadians nice say. Nice turn of phrase. <laughs> but anyways, he was white, right? He, he didn't was, have a brand on. He was milled already. And uh <clears throat> yeah, it was something they it was a blast from the past. They they used to have like I don't know 20 years ago or something, 20 30 years ago. And uh, he's they've they've reclaimed that, but anywho, nope, is that not the right? We'll, we'll go words? for it. Okay. I don't have a
0: Thessaurus with me. <laughs> All right, but uh,
1: so they had that, and then the, now the big giveaway for the conference was
0: F one hundred and fifty, a truck, ultimate of swag. Yeah,
1: I mean, uh,
0: now so- it was wrapped in stuff that you know, had rice on it. So you were driving the rice mobile around. If you want you
1: you make it sound like a giant, uh, sushi roll. It was, it it was like advertisements for rice. Like it said, think rice and USA rice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anybody would be proud to have on their vehicle. I would say. Right. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So that, that was given away at the meeting. What about your meeting? Any big giveaways? We had,
0: we gave away, we raffled off a, uh, a boat bag, it's like a yeti for boats. Mm, soft sided, eh? soft sided, logo embroidered, full of elevators cut koozies. So it was a twofer kind of deal. Uh, someone gave away a Sonos wireless speaker system, which is pretty cool. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of loud noises and people with <laughs> megaphones. There was other things given away, but um, you know, generally nothing that you could drive away. So. Yeah. Now they, tip to the rice guys You got a rolling and dough. And I
1: should say it was a raffle, right? So they raised money. It was a fundraiser.
0: To do uh, this. Yeah. There's that's an important part.
1: You had to buy the tickets. They didn't just you had come to buy with your, your way to winning. Yeah. They didn't just come with your attendance fee. Uh, this, it was a separate deal, but, but uh, you know, lots, lots of fun. And they parked it in the middle of the trade show. And so people could, could walk around. Actually, Mark, uh, Isbel, who's, a Who's a rice farmer and a guy on Twitter? He's a good follow if you if you're looking for somebody. But anyways, he he kind of coordinated all the Twitter people in the rice business to, and that was our that was our meeting point. Was hey during receptions, go 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 about the uh, the truck, and we'll all put our fingerprints on it and all that sort of thing, hmm. and uh, personalize so yeah, to speak. And and we'll meet up and and so we did. That was kind of cool. Tweet ups.
0: Yeah, tweet-ups. Uh, usually not for the low eyes, uh, but you know, we don't exclude anyone. Thank you. welcome. So we got, we've got we had the conferences, and we had a good discussion about this. We being me and some other people uh, at the conference was the purpose. What's the purpose of a conference? Is the purpose of a p- conference with a trade show, with or without a trade show, but let's say with. What is the purpose of this thing? Is it you come to listen to speakers? You come to see your friends. What do you do? Do you just come to eat a great steak in that town? Hmm. Is there one answer? Well, I think everybody's got their different angles,
1: right? So Roger and I, our angle, we're usually industry conferences. We're usually there to network with people that are our customers or potential for future customers and stuff like that. So we we are there to, you know buy the dinners and stuff. So other people come to these to get dinners by all these vendors and people that they know and they work with and they're customers of to you know get some get some free meals and and uh and have some fun. And then yes, there is a good contingent of people that really like to sit in the in the in the meetings the whole time listen to every speaker and and everything. Me I I usually go through the whole thing and, and highlight the ones I definitely want to see, make sure I don't miss those. And, and then the others, it's like, if I can,
0: you know, can we cut the brass tacks here? Go for it. Okay. I see it. There's, there's two viewpoints here. May, it boils down to two viewpoints for these things. One is what you just said. You've got the, 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 uh, the, events there happening and everything else around. It's kind of auxiliary. The other side is I go strictly for the networking. All the other stuff is filler. Mm -hmm. I contend that that second option is the is the majority view yeah so first time attendees to things just have that in mind when you go to this thing you know have your expectations set appropriately what you hear in some of these sessions probably isn't going to be mind-blowing I used to
1: always consider my role at these conferences to be the bad influence so I would go sit there around and you know in the halls or at the bar or whatever and try to convince people, hey, you don't need to go to that session. Let's go. Let's go down here and grab some coffee. Let's go here down here. And Sit at the bar and dinner. say,
0: let's go grab some coffee. Love it.
1: <laughs> I said, or the hall. If I'm in the hall and get some coffee, buddy. But anyways, <clears throat> I'm a good Baptist. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do that sort of thing. Roger, I'm a good Baptist from Arkansas.
0: Okay, Randy, let's uh, get out of this room before lightning strikes. <laughs> I just need please.
1: I just need camo shorts and I'm good to go, buddy. That's right.
0: Buy your mama's steak. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that that's 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 um, you know, have an expectation set for what you come out of. And you know, there's not saying there's not good speakers and not good topics, but yeah, there you know, the keynotes are usually always really good. We had Secretary Sonny Perdue was there. And took some questions.
1: You dropped this. Name drop.
0: Also, Randy Gordon from NGFA. And, you know, that was good. There was some good uh, uh, back and forth with the audience. And um, that's what I would say. If you're going to if you're gonna talk at one of these things, have some audience participate. Not just a conference show, but any kind of thing where you're going to stand up and talk in front of people, talk with them, not at them. If you really want some kind of engagement. And don't read PowerPoints. With small letters and lots of words, please, 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 yeah. please, please, please don't do that. Thing. Yeah,
1: well, there there comes a lot of economic and trade reports and stuff, and so you got people from the ERS, you know, statistical agencies, and and they they get up there and that, and that's what they want to do. They want to share a bunch of data, and people love it. You know, you got sixty four year olds up there taking pictures of the slides with their iPads, and it's fantastic. Uh, but the the deal is and. And I was I was talking to a guy. There's a there's one guy that always speaks at at the rice conference. he's really good, very smart, and and gives us a lot of that data. <clears throat> and my deal is like, why do I need to go to his thing? Because they'll email out the powerpoints at the end. If you have his powerpoints, you have all and more of of what he said, really. And and so so there there is that. It as far as entertainment value, not great, but. But I mean, informationally, there's some interesting stuff for sure. But uh anyways, just my two cents.
0: Those are two good pennies to have. And then like you said, the entertainment thing, you go out, you 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 wine and dine or go to um, you know, a sporting event that's local. Go to hey guys. whatever, listen to live music. I mean, good stuff. I mean, get out and and have a good time. You know, you're there to network with people because, you know, in the grain business, especially at the elevator level, it can be kind of lonely most of the year. You're kind of out on an island out here and you're just getting griped at most of the year. So it's, you know, it's nice to go go hang with like-minded people and commiserate and gripe to each other about the things you were griped about the rest of the year. I mean, it's it's very cathartic.
1: Yeah. Ultimately, what makes a good conference that people are going to keep going back to is, is one that is well attended and have plenty of opportunity to to mill about in uh, trade shows and and network.
0: Yeah. So it was good. I, the CEC was great. It's going to be here in Kansas City next year, I believe. So, hey, it's our backyard. That's going to be great. Maybe we have to do something for that and our fans that might be here. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, I go to the Southeastern Grain and Feed Conference every year, and it alternates between Savannah and Charleston. That's a good time. Great food. Great food. And You know, you're in the south in, in February, so that the weather is usually pretty good. And it gets highly attended. There's more Midwestern folks, you know, the, some of the rail shippers and stuff from up there coming down. So it's it's a pretty cool uh, event to come to. I try to get down to the Georgia Feed and Grain Conference every year. Uh, and it's a small, a real small, intimate group, but we got a bunch of customers down there. And it's a great time. It's on the beach and um, the networking just can't be beat. Um, so those are the main ones. You know, I usually try to hit um, every year. Jason, I know you go to several.
1: Yeah. Of course the rice conference where uh, we've been talking about, but then also Illinois grain and feed does a really good one. And that's, that's one, it just goes to show you it's, you know, they'll put it in Peoria or, or wherever uh, Springfield, I think it's going to be this year. It's, it's not a draw. The, the city itself is not a draw, you know, apologies to anybody from there, but, but uh, there's, there's not like a whole bunch going on in the city. Ooh, we get to go to, to that, to that town, but it's, everybody goes to this i i need to be there and <clears throat> so that that's the the huge thing but of course i also Roger and i we do a conference uh white with white commercial that we put on every year in january and this year it's down in south florida which is nice. pretty nice and uh our conference is real different cuz we don't have trade shows and all that stuff it's just everybody's hanging out the whole time right together right. so uh we definitely have sessions and educational stuff and speakers and all that all that good stuff. And but fun times. Yeah, lots of that.
0: Duetting karaoke in.
1: That's right. Yeah, we get out there and have a big big time. But anyways, that's just a hundred percent grain elevator people. And uh and you know, I, I guess the, the pleasant part of that for folks on the other side of going to something and just uh is is there aren't vendors hassling you. Right. Uh, at that, at that, I say hassling. That's that's a harsh word. I know but what anyways. you mean. All
0: right, anti-boother over here.
1: Yeah, I thought we were done saying booth, but we we're not apparently. No
0: booth. So it really comes down, Jason. In your opinion, are conferences worth it? Are they a worthwhile use of time and/or expenses? Absolutely. That that stills a deal for me. <laughs> All right.
1: <clears throat> it's this point of the show. Speaking of conferences and vendors and, and everything that, that happens uh, we we like to have our our time of sponsorship and uh, Randy has secured a big one for us this episode He's finally earning his keep around here.
0: It only took a year
1: but he's finally on the ball that's right and our sponsor today is business cards business cards embossed like a boss business cards. Take this and get away from me so I can look at my phone again. Business cards.
0: Collect the entire set. Business cards. Instead of talking more, just call me later. Business cards. The only socially acceptable way to tell someone you still have a fax machine. Now, Jason, at the Rice Outlook Conference this year, you actually had a uh, starring role, if I'm not mistaken. I did.
1: I, I got to be a part of a panel at one of the breakout sessions. It's pretty cool.
0: And, and the, the best part from what I understand, the best part of the panel was the backdrop.
1: Yeah. I appreciate Roger, uh, putting that out there on, on Twitter and, and all that. And it it ended, there's a lot of ups and downs along the way, but it ended in me having to give a disclaimer to let people know (laughs) what I do and do not do. Uh, so anyways, that was, that was pretty neat. So thank you roger you're you're welcome yes i you know us. We're all about clarity here at the elevator's cut yes sir uh yeah we we did a panel on uh in the rice business there's not a lot of futures volume, and a lot of that stems from guys that don't use the futures that handle rice for for whatever reason so we we had people at each different level of the of the business to get on that panel and tell that they use the futures or how they use it and, and why it's a good, good method to remove risk and that sort of thing. We had Dr. McKenzie Mm -hmm. from the university of Arkansas come and give a little talk about just the, the general principles of hedging and uh, to start us off. And he has a British accent. So that always gives us instant credibility.
0: Incredible. He's
1: got doctor in his name and is a British accent. So we had tons of, uh, tons of relevancy uh once once that was done but anyways yeah we we shared and the the neat thing they did this year at the rice conference was they had uh of course the trade show a giant room i'm sure you guys are very very familiar and a giant ballroom and at each corner of the ballroom separated by all these booths they put stages so there were four different stages all in the same room which i thought might be a disaster because because uh that the breakout sessions were all going on concurrently at the same time in this same room, really, with no walls between, other than the booths. But it, it worked fine, at, at least from from my vantage point. Maybe I, we were too loud, and uh, it was terrible for everyone else. But but we we were fine. No, I I think it went really well. But they had, as I said before, the Rice Conference uh, is built on sponsorships, their revenue. So they try to keep the Attendance fee down, the registration fee down, and they, and raise their money that way. So one of the things they do, they sell sponsorships to everything. And one of the sponsorships they sold is the stage themselves for the thing. So the backdrop of my stage that I got assigned to, they just randomly assign a solid mm, stage. But I, I got the Indigo Act. There stage. was no
0: randomness to that at all. I guarantee you. <laughs>
1: I got the Indigo Ag stage, and uh, so it was me and and Brian King, who is a who's an elevator merchant, and John Owen, who is a farmer in southeast or sorry northeast Louisiana, and uh, and um, John Morgan, who runs Supreme Rice Mill. So we had a miller, a merchant, and a and a farmer, and then I was the moderator for the session, and then of course Dr. McKenzie was our academic up there. And uh, so it was good. We had a lot of conversation, discussion, and you know, I threw out some questions. The audience had a lot of questions, which was great. But anyways, the, then the drama started when I got off the stage and pictures hit Twitter, courtesy of, of Roger. As we
0: talked oh, no, about. no, I wasn't there to take the picture. I was just given the picture and someone said, explain? <laughs> I was just looking for answers on the
1: interwebs. That's, that's true. So, so anyways, we tried to explain best we could
0: you know you made the comment about selling sponsorships to keep the cost down and all that i noticed i don't know what it, what it costs but i noticed at country elevator conference they had sold apparently i don't think it was coincidental the wi-fi code was someone's business name okay. at the conference area yeah, so whoever they monetize that that's incredible that's fantastic marketing kudos to you jw marriott for thinking of how many things can we sell in here ah let's do this yeah, and maybe that's been going on all the time. I have no idea. But uh.
1: all right, so we're running short on time here. It's our conference season episode. I'm sure you have lots of great stories and uh, and theories about how to handle conferences, and and we'd love to hear about your strategies on conferences on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us at Elevators Cut and. And, and shoot us, shoot us your all your craziest stories and schemes and, and how you go about conference season, and and maybe if there's a conference we need to go to, you just let us know. We'll be there, maybe if we can. Roger, Roger hates conferences. I love them, and he's a high, he's a high engager. I'm indifferent. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> we, we'll, uh, but we like to hear from you. You've you've heard some of our thoughts on conferences. We'd like to hear from you, so please do that. and And thanks again for listening, for downloading. Please continue to do so. Like it, subscribe it, share us on on social media, and and with your friends. And if you like swag, we do have some now. So reach out to us. We will gladly gladly send it along with our business cards. Yeah, we got business cards, and we got window cleans that don't make it through a car wash. That's, there you go. That's what we got. We got some koozies that Roger gave out. So I think a lot of you have those now. Maybe. Um, But anyways, we appreciate everybody listening. And that'll do it for today's episode. So for Roger, I'm Jason.
0: Jason, I'm Roger.
1: Thanks for listening to The Elevator's Cut. Out.